0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, I've heard people say, and I suppose you have too, well, I lived such a terrible life before I was saved. and I'm just sure you know that the Lord wouldn't do anything for me. For instance, they may need healing for their body. And sometimes uh, there's the need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so on. But you see, the Word of God teaches us that we are made new creatures. You're not that same old creature you were. We are made new creatures in Christ. And that old things have passed away. And that all things have become new. God looks upon the sinner when he comes to Jesus. And when he's born again, when he's made a new creature in Christ, God looks upon him as though he had never done anything wrong. He looks upon him as though he had never sinned. You remember Isaiah 43, 25 where God said, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember thy sins.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin starts his classic series entitled, In Him. Do you know who you are and what you have in Christ? Do you know that as far as God is concerned, you are who the Bible says you are? The Bible is a legal document sealed by the blood of Jesus. But you must believe and confess what the Bible says about you in order to make it a reality in your life. This is how you take your place in Christ. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Here's Kenneth Hagan e. Hagin with today's message.
0: Our text for this particular series is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Just the first few words of this verse for a text and a subject. Fight the good fight of faith. That's the only fight that the Christians called on to participate in, the fight of faith. If there is a fight to faith, then there are naturally enemies to faith or hindrances to faith, or else there wouldn't be any fight. We remember that Romans chapter 10 verse 17 said, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So a lack of knowledge of God's Word is the greatest hindrance of faith that there is. Naturally, if faith comes by hearing the Word of God, as Romans ten seventeen says, then it follows that a lack of understanding of God's Word will certainly produce a lack of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now often we hear Christians praying for faith. And they really are not dealing with the problem correctly. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. It's knowledge that we need a knowledge of the Word of God and if we receive knowledge we will have faith if we don't receive knowledge we won't ever have faith because that's the way it comes by hearing hearing by the Word of God faith cometh by hearing And hearing by the word of God. Our faith grows with our understanding of God's word. First of all, understanding the new birth. Understanding our redemption. Understanding our righteousness. Understanding our place in him. And his place in our lives. Understanding how to act upon God's Word, understanding our right to the use of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, understanding what the Word of God is talking about when it said, let us hold fast to our confession. Now, a lack of understanding of what the new birth really means and what it is will hinder faith. We remember that 2 Corinthians 5.17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Everybody say, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. The text went on to say, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, I've heard people say, and I suppose you have too, Well, I lived such a terrible life before I was saved. And I'm just sure you know that the Lord wouldn't do anything for me. For instance, they may need healing for their body. And sometimes uh, there's the need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so on. But you see, the Word of God teaches us that we are made new creatures. You're not that same old creature you were. We are made new creatures in Christ and that old things have passed away and that all things have become new. God looks upon the sinner when he comes to Jesus and when he's born again, when he's made a new creature in Christ, God looks upon him as though he had never done anything wrong. He looks upon him as though he had never sinned. You remember Isaiah 43, 25, where God said, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember thy sins. You see, we need to look at things the way God looks at things, not the way man looks at it. With God, not only is the sinner's past, that is their sins, remitted and brought it out, but all that that sinner ever was is gone, brought it out in the sight of God, and he's become a new creature. Glory to God. And in God's sight, he is a new creature, or as the margin said, a new creation. Hallelujah. And that's how the believer needs to look at it. Glory to God. I, I remember a number of years ago I was holding a meeting in, well to be exact in the month of September 1953 in Waco, Texas. So I was driving home because I'd uh, Waco Waco's about 100 miles south of Dallas and we lived in Garland, a suburb of Dallas. So after Friday night service, I'd drive home and uh, then be there on Saturday. We had no Saturday service. I'd drive back Sunday afternoon. But this was a Sunday night program. We had closed the revival meeting. We'd been there four weeks. And on Sunday night, I drove. And I was driving along, dialing along on the radio, trying to find something that was interesting enough to listen to. And, uh, I picked up a station because it's late at night. I picked up a Chicago station, and I don't know who the minister was. I don't know his church because you see where well, he was preaching when I got into it, and when he went off, they ran over and evidently must have been a. I, well, of course, I guess it was a reproduction because it's late. But anyway, they never stated anything; just went right on to another program. Nonetheless. In the course of his message this minister was pastor of a church evidently I gathered from what he said because he said our church maintain has maintained for several years a mission down on Skid Row and we include in our church budget every year several thousands of dollars to help the mission stay open and keep it going well, some folks in the church couldn't see, he said, the necessity of appropriating these thousands of dollars each year from their church budget or including it in their church budget to keep the mission going. So he said on one Sunday night, before they were to have their church budget and present it for the coming year, I had a gentleman to come from the mission who had been saved, who had been gloriously born again, become a new creature in Christ. I had him to come on a Sunday night and give his testimony to the church. The man was about 67 years of age, and he. the pastor went on to, to relate his testimony in his sermon. He said uh, the man gave his testimony, and I said to him now, You go into some detail because the people here in the church don't realize what's happening out here in the world a lot of time. And and they live protected lives. And he said, uh, as far as possible, go into detail even among some of the more uh, lewd areas of life as you could in a mixed congregation. So here was the man's testimony. 67 years of age at the time. He was three years before he'd been born again, and then had continued to work in the mission for the last three years. But here was his testimony, because see, people think a lot of times that those folks sometimes down on Skid Row come sort of from the lower strata of life, so on. But this man said, at 30 years of age, I was a practicing attorney here in the city of Chicago. He was a member and he mentioned a certain firm, lawyer firm that he was associated with and just simply had a a lovely home and wife and a 12-year-old daughter. Uh, Or or actually the daughter at that time wasn't 12 years of age. At that time she was 8 years of age. And he had uh, several automobiles parked in the driveway and, and a beautiful home. But he said, I began to drink socially, and I was just sure I could handle it. But he, at 34 years of age, he wound up an alcoholic. He couldn't handle it. And the law firm, you know, they lost customers because of him, and finally they just had to exclude him, put him out of the law firm. And so he said his wife couldn't live with him any longer. He lost his home, he lost his cars, he lost his money and his wife. And at that time then, four years later, 12-year-old daughter left. And he said for 30 years, now think about that, from 34 to 64, there he was down on Skid Row. Just living, you know, out of the garbage can, so to speak.
1: You are listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Our product, uh, my three CDs, because of Jesus,
0: and then two CDs of Dad talking about in Him, and that's what I was been talking about in Christ. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes. Then a little mini book by Dad, knowing what belongs to us. Now all three of these are available at a special price actually $13 off the normal retail is $36.95 that's right but we're going to sell it for twenty three ninety five. dollars 95 yes so you're going to save $13 so go right now to the the computer and order this it's important that you get a hold of these things
1: call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 again We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message in Him here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.